thank you to uh, oh fuck who am I going to say thank you to loads of different people that I've forgot uh, but a general thank you to a lot of people uh, today with Mr Powell's here uh, Mr Graf paper shirt I've never seen a fucking shirt like that man. <laughs> it's actually, cool and it's fucking warm actually he's got a pair of trousers like that <laughs> it's like that fucking this graph paper but anyway I digress as always bless his heart Carl he's in remission what a great feeling that was to, what a great thing to read it I was a bit emotional I've, yeah. I've, I've been through remission I know what it's like when they tell you that, that everything's going to be okay. I was quite, uh, quite, uh, what's the word? Not happy, not over the moon, but I was just relieved. Can you I didn't have to go is. through the treatments anymore because that treatment is fucking horrific. There's no two ways about it. Ikeem is going to come out a lot different person to when he first went underneath it. Your thoughts about Carl Ikeem, Mr. Powell? Well, um, we sing he's one of our own, and that's very much how you feel. He's, he's, it was like hearing it about a family member. Yeah. Uh, when you when you heard that news, and you, you, that was how chuffed I was. Yeah. If it had been like my own brother or whatever, that's how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah. it. It was just such such a good thing to hear. Absolutely, have a delighted for him. Uh, I mean, obviously, it, it's not like completely the end of the road as regards recovery etc etc he's got a lot more to do but hearing that he is now in remission because I think it's been a bit of a tougher road than many imagined uh, for a fit young bloke like him just shows what a bastard of a disease it is Uh, and, and to say he's you know, now in remission well it's just I'm just over the moon for the guy absolutely delighted I mean, it, it trumps promotion, uh, trumps signing Patri- Rui Patricio and whatever for me. Like, just be- because we've watched him as a kid, didn't we? Like, come through the ranks. Trump signed Patricio. What, him getting, him getting... Trump. Yeah, he trumps it, doesn't he? Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Fucking haircut. Sorry, I'm right, I'm, I'm affecting your flow, I'm sorry. Dude. You don't have to worry about me flow. No, it's, it, and like, well, when we saw, saw it, I just thought, fucking fair play, Carl. He's, he's fought like fucking. He, he's been in that he's intensive um, treatment. I mean, you, as you say, you know better than anybody what he's gone through. I'll say this about it: uh, the road to the road to recovery is a rocky one. He's gonna he's gonna get over his treatment now. He's gonna be on pills for the rest of his life for sure. But what he's gonna be doing now is struggling to get over what has happened in the last year or so, mm-hmm. because it affects you mentally, it affects you physically. Uh, so, don't think that that, that that Carl doesn't need our love and our respect anymore. He, he he's going to need it more than ever. You know, he's got over the hard part, but now he's going to have to start putting himself back together. I, I mean, in, in respect to that, like needing our love and whatever, I think him him getting ill has like been a bit of a galvanising force for the fan base, isn't it? Yeah. Because. I'd agree with that. Pe- people come together, I mean, plenty and whatever, with that fundraising for Kilo Kimia. Top drawer and fucking top notch what they did. It's brilliant. But it was a focus, wasn't it? So, as much as we were doing it last season for ourselves and everybody else, at the back of your mind all the while, it was like every match we went to, it came as one of our own. Then we had um, 
we had Jeff, didn't we, um, from Telford Wolves, flying the flag here, there and everywhere. Yeah. At the arm matches, away matches. Want to shout out to him for taking it down to Wembley against Nigeria. And like, a lot of Wolves went down in the yeah. colours. Yeah, yeah. And they were getting like a bit of grief about it, saying, why are you wearing colours at a fucking England match? Well, it's England against Nigeria, Akimi's country. And they're going to show support for them. So I'll fucking take a day off, you fucking idiots. They have to have a moan, don't they? Anybody has to have a moan. And I don't know what it is about the wolves, but it just provokes such fucking grievous feelings. And I think a lot of it's jealousy. (laughs) Ian wants to talk. Uh, Yeah, and it grinds your gears a bit, doesn't it? When when you all the fucking time. When you when you get this massive angst or whatever. Yeah. Can't you just be fucking happy for once in your fucking miserable bastard life? You know know. what I mean? We've we've achieved promotion. We've we've absolutely pissed the league. We're signing players. We're in the market for other players. We've got a fantastic new strip. Here we fucking go. This is utopia, this is. So just be fucking happy about it, for fuck's sake. For at least a minute, anyway. He's going to break into a sweat in a minute. <laughs> that brings us on to our new keeper. Our new keeper. Uh, Rui Patricio, which is Roy Patrick in English, I think. Is it? It's yeah. got to be a You have to be careful. Rui. Yeah, I would, I would imagine it is. Roy oh, that, that's reckon, what I've got to call him. Roy Paul reckons it's Rui is the Portuguese version of Roy. So okay, so Roy, Roy, Roy Patrick. Roy Patrick. Yeah, Roy Patrick. Roy Patrick. Uh, I never knew who he was. I never knew he existed before it popped up in my Twitter feed saying that we was interested in signing him. <laughs> As do many others, but no. I think so I ain't going to pretend to say, yeah, man, I've been tracking him for fucking days, man. I don't know who he is. Well, nobody has. You know what I mean? No, I mean, if you, him. no yeah. but if you think about it, you sign in there. It is a marquee signing and it's phenomenal in the terms of we're a newly promoted team into the Premier League. And we've managed to attract the national keeper of Portugal, who are the current European champions. Putting it into that context, Uncle George has pulled all the stops out. And if we get him on a free transfer, as alleged, because they've done repudiation of contract and constructive dismissal, and that, they haven't like put that fucking 12-page dossier into um, sport in Lisbon without looking at it thoroughly. So if we got in the eyes crossing the T's. Absolutely, they know what they're doing down to these dudes. So it's fantastic. We had him for nothing, man. I mean, he's going to be on a fair whack, isn't he? But yeah, it is a statement signing. Neves come last season, he was young. He was unproven to an extent, even though he's got potential coming out of his ears. Yeah. We know that and we've seen it bear to prove. But it could have gone horribly wrong for him, but it didn't. That's a measure of him. But we've signed a stellar goalkeeper in in the top five in the world, in my opinion. Well, there, there ain't many better yeah. than him. He's, he's an absolute class actor. He, yeah. You know, I there mean, ain't many he, better. So far in, in this World Cup, he's, he's, he's looked That's pretty. That's the other day. You know, damn good, eh? like, you He know. wore as good as John Ruddy's against all. I'll say that because <laughs> John Ruddy put his arm behind him. And I didn't see him last night. I was watching the other game, but people was telling me he was he was he was good last night as well he's alright he knows what to do but I mean then again you're talking about you know somebody here who's like there's a lot of comments as to George has sort of fiddled it so that he's come to Wolverhampton if you know what I mean and it's it's against his wishes to come and all this is it bollocks you know nobody's going to come somewhere nobody's going to actually sign a document repudiating the contract 
so that they come to another club if they don't want to go there. You ain't going to kiss goodbye to ever how much he was on, even if it's a lot less than what he's going to get, yeah. you know, potentially. Yeah. You ain't going to kiss goodbye to that, to come to somewhere you don't want to fucking go to. Yeah. He wants to come to Wolverhampton because all the other lads have told him it's fucking busting underneath. Great, the yeah. fucking South Bank's magic, we fucking love it there. Ian, that they've all said it, you know, you know and, and this, this bollocks that... He don't really want to come, and then that Mendes has somehow, you know, grabbed him by the fucking throat and said, you've got to go there. That's all fucking shit, that is. The guy's coming to Wolverhampton because he wants to come, he wants to be part of the revolution, and we're fucking there every step of the way behind him. I I think, personally, he was tapped up last year. I, I think... Because I was... Somebody told me, they said, oh, we're looking at a goalie from Portugal. And I said that in previous podcasts. You did. Uh, even though we weren't connected with with Roy at that time, <laughs> but he's come. I'm gonna keep looking at my contacts and and, fit, and look, giving him a lot of love because he, he comes through some some great shit. But uh, Nuno wanted him right now. Roy Roy Patricio, he's he's getting to that stage in his career now where he wants to earn a bit of cash. There's no two ways about it. He, he, he might have another fucking five, six, seven, eight years in him, like goalies do, which is cool. But I think more importantly than earning a bit of cash, I think he'd, he'd love to be part of something like what Nuno's doing up the walls. Whether there is actually a philosophy to do with the, with the football and, and kind of an ethic, if you like, which, which is everything to somebody. When they get to that stage in their career, that could be everything that could. That's what encourages people to come to these places and, and play football, you know. I, so, so I think he's come here to, purely to play for fucking Luna. He's, he, what he wants to do is, is rival the best keepers in there. I mean, I, I mean, Man U have potentially got the, the best in the world out there in De Gea. Yeah. And, and so he, he, he's coming to play in the same league, and he, and he's, he wants to be known as one of one of the top ones in this league. I mean, there's potentially the best. There's De Gea, there's Lloris, isn't there? Um, that, that, that are the two standouts, I would say. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not convinced Joe Hart, Pickford, Butland or whatever are, are up that standard. Patricio is above their level, I think. So it would be in the top three. But I think what you barely hit the nail on the head, the, the Portuguese lads are going them out like Nevers has been part of the squad, obviously Mendes. So the, all the Portuguese internationals are looking like towards Wolverhampton thinking what's going on there what's that vibe about there Yeah. and the Nuno, and Nuno's the key the project there he's been, he's been at Portal players talk we've said it before players talk yeah. what's he like to play for and um, I shared the article that um, the interview that um, Jota had done Mr Nuno and his philosophy it's fucking yeah. brilliant absolutely brilliant that Jota article is because Nuno doesn't give fuck all the way really to the press does he's very circumspect in what he says he's badly treated fair play to him for that because you know keep your powder dry but I love listening to the player interviews to see what they give away because that's where you find out what he's like as a man and as a coach and every single man jack of them love him to bits and want to play for him he's a hard taskmaster but the, the, the proof of the pudding's in the eating because in the championship last season, 99 fucking points. <coughs> it was a it was a big haul of points, it, but yeah, I, he'll do well there. I think uh, with the defence that we've got, and it's it's set in stone. Our defence is now pretty much who, who we got there. Perhaps there's a, 
one person you'd like to replace and get a bit of better quality? Benny? Yeah, I think there's there's every chance we'll sign another. But saying that last night, Sace play, played um, left slot yeah. of the three fantastically well. He could, he could play, he's fielding at times for Wolves last season, he did. Sace could play that role and Bolly could move over to the right side. Cody stays there, that'll be some fucking trio. And then you've got, oh, I don't think we need that much in terms of defensive, like, for centre halves. A wing back or two, maybe, is back up. That needs addressing. But centre halves, I think we're all right. Well, you might have the key to it there in the, the, the central midfield, everybody's looking that we want somebody in, you know, alongside Nevis. Yeah. Uh, and so if that comes in, that, that would free up Sace to do a sort of. Connor Cody and, thing and, and, you and, you and like play at the back but he's played at the back before so it wouldn't exactly be like Connor Cody he's, he's done he's it internationally yeah, he's done it internationally and he yeah, does it well as well he does he fantastic last night against Spain yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. and you can't say that Nuno's not watching every little bit of every minute that those oh, yeah. players are yeah, doing yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's fucking getting reports and analysis on everything yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that Sacey dropping back into defence uh, Mr. Loftus Cheek has been spoken around, yeah, yeah. spoken about much. That Elf, Alfred Enjoy fucking spot for him. You know, I could see him in there. He's attack minded. He can defend when he wants to. Uh, could you see Mr. Loftus Cheek playing alongside Nevers? I could definitely see it. Uh, whether it happens or not. Because I think they're putting him out on loan There's when he comes back. I think they almost certainly will, aren't they? Because that, that's the, that's the way Chelsea do things in it, like, you know. So. There's every chance of that. Whether they, I think our problem inside him is, is Chelsea would now start to see us as rivals. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and you know. It, what a it fucking would, thing! It, what it a statement that is. It wouldn't be. Uh, well, this is this is the reality. Oh, this is what starts to fucking. The more well, I can't get it in the end. See. No, I can't get it. I can't quite get it in the end. But when the, the more you look at it, the more you analyse it. You think, well, would would they really let him come to us? Because. Usually they loan it out to somebody that where they can do the most damage to the their rivals in effect, yeah, yeah. and not where it's going to hinder them. I mean, obviously, like when at Palace, he can't play against Chelsea, but they're thinking, well, he can help take points off other teams. Off other teams, yeah. yeah. yeah I like him. I'd like him up here. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see him playing alongside Neves. I don't know whether he's got that. Like, how can I explain it? Is it? He attacks. I know he attacks. He's an attacking player. I know he can defend when he when he has to and put a foot in. And there's but there's a little voice at the back of my head that says, "Could Nuno do better than him?" Well, this is the thing. I think he can already link play, but whether I think Nuno would get him that bit more disciplined. Uh, and and you watch Neves, and Neves rarely moves beyond. A sphere of about twenty yards yeah. in, in his area of the pitch. He just, he just knows where to be, and he, he don't run fucking running about. No, he don't. He don't tire himself out because it's up here. And I think this is this, this is where you, you know Nuno would come in, and I think if if Loftus Cheek was to come in the side, that that is a part of it. He'd have, he'd have to learn a bit more. He'd have to be a bit more disciplined. And perhaps perhaps he is at the moment because he gets a bit of a free reign. Uh, certainly in the England job. Not there's anything wrong with that, but I don't. Th- I don't think Nuno quite likes that. Uh. Uh, I, I think he likes everybody to 
really know the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Southgate's only just become we learning some yeah. of this. Uh, yeah. Nuno's had it in his bonds for fucking years, and he knows exactly what he wants from players. I mean, I'd take him tomorrow, Mikey. I really would. He's he's a fantastic prospect. Quick feet, can see a pass. I think him and Neves would complement each other really, really well yeah. in the centre of the park. Yeah, all right. They cause some fucking uproar in that Premier League. And you've got the arm ground thing as well. That would be another bonus, wouldn't it? But it all depends. And it's whether or not a London club wants to loan him and the pull of the smokes there for him, innit? Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he, he don't look too happy. It is. I've watched a few interviews. He seems quite reticent to to open up a lot about his situation at Chelsea and his life as a footballer. He seems quite insular and quite... Is he, is he more academic? I don't know, really. I think a lot I'd, of, I'd like him up here. I'd loan because yeah. we ain't bought him then. And then there's no FFP bollocks to have to go no. through because he's on loan. I think a lot of players are like reluctant speaking to the press, the guarded, aren't they? Because... yeah. You know, a lot of journalists too. Not, you know, they, they want to set. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll form, print a big headline out yeah. of out of one tiny little bit Take of what they've off. said at the end of the, the interview or whatever, aren't they? Uh, and completely I mean, spin it round. It's bizarre. They're going to become obsolete, in my opinion. Journalists are. They will. We we will be the news. Yeah. Well, well I've always said that. You have, yeah. That, and it, it, you can it, see it happening. It's on ground now. We've got our we've got access to technology that enables us for a couple of hundred quid <coughs> to to spout our bollocks. Well, yeah, worldwide. You know, I mean, like, I'd like to think we're we're all as equally qualified as Emily Bishop's fucking son, anyway. So, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So. Which I only found out the other day. Was, <laughs> it, it was, what's his name? Oliver Alt. Oliver Alt. I tweeted you about. You yeah, know. you did. And I was a bit and he went, shocked. You went. Who is he? Who's his mom? <laughs> and I sent him a picture. He went. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Oliver Alt. I don't really know. Well. It, the thing is, we haven't been to Cambridge or Oxford. We haven't made the right connections to get us these cushy little jobs at the Guardian or the fucking Times or the Tory Graph. We can't do that. We have to make do with a fucking dining room in Ashman Park. But I think our talk and the way we go through subjects, as we haven't got an agenda. The only agenda we've got... Is that we love the Wolves and that's it. But we've got thousands of minutes of talking to like-minded Wolves fans, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. all got some valuable input. You know, every all you guys listening to this, the Wolves fans that are listening to it, you're all part of this. Yeah. Because we learn as much from you as you learn from listening to exactly, us. Uh, exactly. Because you, you're all part of it, guys. You know, the, the guys we talk to on the South Bank, you know. It's, it's all there. Yeah. You, you all talk some great stuff yeah. about the wolves. You've all got the passion for it. And it makes you think sometimes and what people when somebody comes up to like, you. We ain't like these fucking donuts who write articles in newspapers. We, we're different. Yeah, we are massively different. Like I say, our opinions are the opinions of like eight thousand, nine thousand people. Because yeah. I, I mean the, the stuff that I do, I talk to everybody. I talk to motherfuckers down in Canal for God's sake. Yeah, and we'll be there for twenty minutes talking about the wolves. I was talking to that old bloke over the road today about the wolves. Little car park. I talked to loads on fucking this little car. Mad, they all spot me. Barley was coming over word about the wolves. What's going on up there then, eh? Yeah. What y'all saying? It's all getting right, eh? New shirt. Everybody's getting a bit mad about that. I've seen it. I've felt the cloth. <laughs> I mean, from 
I think the colour's fantastic, brilliant, um, the design, spot on. Absolutely love the white away kit. To me, Wolves away should either be all white or all black. Yeah. White, white's fantastic. White white's brilliant. Um, people getting bent out of shape about the sponsor on the shirt when it was Faltar shops on there. So you couldn't really see like in context what it would look like. You've seen it, you said it's fine, but you know. It ain't got the fucking money shop on the front. That that's a massive bonus as well. Plus, we're going to shift. How many did we say we sold last season? Was it twenty six thousand or 30? between twenty five and thirty thousand? Put it that way. That's a lot of shit. And lo- loads of people were trying to get them afterwards after the sold out. No yeah, more stock. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be talking hundred thousand. Oh, I reckon hundred thousand. I said this a few weeks back. And you looked a bit gobsmacked at that. But I was. Uh, I was shocked. I thought no, hundred thousand. I think we'll sell over hundred thousand shares this time. And it, it's not just. Um, the home ground ground stuff is in terms of it being you know Ireland, England, wherever Wales and that because we have got quite a few supporters in Wales, haven't we? Downers, Loads, there. Down, downers there, isn't he? <laughs> Welsh downer, downer, love you, mate. <laughs> Bilston Roll, we won't mention Bilston <laughs> Roll. Border, <laughs> so yeah, the, um, fantastic with it. I really like the colour because it's it, it's back to like the original old gold in it. It's like that fucking shocking yeah, orange. Yeah, I, I like I like the colour immensely. Um, I, I mean, it was it's been that's been mooted for a few months now, and it not what what the colour was going to be. It was going to get back to that sort of you know colour that we had what the last time we saw it was early seventies, was it probably? If you look at the stickers, it's that it's sort of that lilt in it. That that. But, yeah. I went into the museum when I did the stickers and. Uh, I, look, I looked at the old 1950 shirts and they, they were that like I don't know how you'd even describe that colour it's, it's kind of a muted gold I suppose Where, whereas this shirt's but fuck it's, it, colour is so relative and subjective no it is when you look at it some people see different colours to others yeah. that's been proved on the internet so with that dress, that, that, that famous Ming that went around, is it a purple dress? Is it a white dress? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I just saw a red dress. I did. I just saw a dress that was purple and white. I did and black. You, you know, <laughs> this fellow that we used to work with was colourblind. In the t- he, he didn't know they took him snooker for a game of snooker, <laughs> and he was like red purple. And he's just fucking whacking everything. They kept saying, "Fell, turns it to fucking fell." He never realised that he was colour blind until that day. But he should have realised he was fucking colour blind. No, he never did until he went like fucking in his thirties and that, and he went for a game of snooker. And they said, "Which ones you go with them ones first? And then you like you made a fail and he went, "What are you done that for? You fucking stupid bastard! You should have hit the red." Today's the red. He said, "No, that's the brown." Yeah, scary. Highly subjective colour is to people so. The amount of fume that we've seen on the internet has been interesting, yeah. and I've enjoyed it because, like I say, looking at colours is relative. It, it looks a bit yellowy gold to me, the the, the top. But fuck, it, it's just a fucking colour. You know what I mean? I, I ain't gonna think it ain't gonna match me hair, or it won't. <laughs> the badge is the most important eyes. thing, isn't it? The badge is the most important yeah. thing. I thought they'd have took the hexagon off. I did. I, I, I just had it quite plain. I, do, I just think the branding in China is like um, the visuals. It's just like symbolic, and it's. So I think that they're, they're just going to build that and expand on it. Um, we, we, I know Pearlie was on about like the, all the guys are part of this and that. Even the, the the girls are as well. You're all important. We don't upset Kate, do we? No. Um, although she's probably focusing on Roy, isn't she? Because um, a, twi- a Twitter feed was just full of it the other day. The, 
I don't want to be sexist it was in any way, man. But object- man, if you if you if you're getting your froth on at the new fucking at the new <laughs> sexy wolves players, man, if it drags more women in, I'd rather look at women in the Molyneux than fucking <laughs> rat ass fucking specimens that drag themselves in there. You know what I mean? When they're fucking ballet hanging out and all their hair flying away in the wind. But yeah, I'd rather look at fucking women any day of the week. Bring but, it on. But the kit, there's no um, specific female. Tops is a lot. No, it's names. just adults, isn't it? Yeah, it's just it's just like a adults. Yeah. Sort of. I don't really understand that. I, I, I can see women's fit shirts. Uh, when they, like they just buy size below, I don't know. I don't know. It now they're tailored, are they? Okay. I'll just yeah. Okay. They bring it in at the waist and they flare it out a little bit at the bottom. I suppose it would depend on the lady in question. What? Uh, that, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 But I, I, personally, I like, I like a big belly on a woman. I like a bit of belly. I like a big arse. I've been sexist in any way, just what I prefer. You're not objectifying anything. I'm not objectifying them at no. all. I think they're all princesses. And no, they're they all, are. They're all beautiful. Yeah. And I want to get to know all of them. Apart eventually. from Theresa May. Apart from Theresa May. Imagine shagging Theresa May. She can, she can May. fuck off. She busted off. Busted off. <laughs> It's, it's like a fucking, it's like a flaky foot. <laughs> it's like an athlete's foot has just took her over completely. Evil athlete's foot. So we like the new shirt. What about the World Cup? We've been watching the World Cup. I've watched a few games. I haven't been massively impressed with the fucking quality of football that I've seen from a lot of people. Uh, the, the, the Germans especially. I normally like watching the Germans. They're quite machine-like in their play, sort of like duff, 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 rouse, 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 right up to the other end of the pitch, score a goal, kick off again. It's all formulaic. But they seem to have some, some dysfunction in the team this year. Well, you can say the same about Spain as well. They've struggled, Portugal. I mean, we mentioned it on the, the last podcast when we said, well... I said, like, maybe there's going to be an outsider, some at left field or winning. Yeah, yeah. And we were on about England. I mean, England were absolutely fucking fantastic against um, Panama, weren't they? Yeah. You can only beat what's in front of you, but to put six goals past the opposition in a World Cup is brilliant. Yeah. I think the teams that have impressed me so far, there's two that are stand out, and um, Uruguay, I, th- I think, they've not conceded a goal. Um, but they've got uh, Jimenez and Golden who play for Athletic Madrid yeah. week in week out. I don't think there's a better centre half pair in there. Then they've got Valverde and Vecino in centre midfield, and then up front you've got Suarez, the biter, and um, who's the one? Cavani. Yeah. So their spine is really, really strong. So I think Uruguay will take some stopping. I, I, I couldn't name any of them motherfuckers in that team. And then I think Croatia are another team. Um, that 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 look that Modric goal the other the other night. They look a really cohesive Sexy. unit. Yeah. Yeah. Peru possibly another one yeah. that are virgin there. They're they're you know, they look they look a fairly solid outfit. They're ain't gonna ain't gonna give nothing away and then But the South Americans and the Central good. Americans have travelled in fucking droves. Thousands of forty thousand yeah. Colombians and fifty thousand Mexicans. Quite work that out how they can all get over there. <sighs> Is it the Escobar legacy, well, you know? I don't know. Don't man. they go the other way? Well, they do, but it's still a fucking distance. Still a way, yeah. Yeah, they can well, over the Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, yeah, they can yeah. do that way, can't they? They can fl- well, they fl- It would be Japan, wouldn't it? And I think what they'd do, they'd go, uh, they'd go uh, over the US, over Canada, over the top of the North Pole, and into Russia because that's the shortest distance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than going round the globe. 
So they go over the top. Yeah, but it's if they've got to drop, flying, if they've got to drop some stuff off, they might go around the globe like tetanus. Maradona's little bag on That's the plane. It. Did you see? Did you see him on the? Was uh, in that bag? Yeah. <laughs> You'd see him on the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, but as the A fever Diego, you uh, cheating little horrible, bastard. Horrible fat cheating little bastard. He is, man. But the amount of snort he's got access to is fucking ridiculous, <laughs> man. A big bag of. That's why forty thousand Colombians are there. He's got them on speed dial. <laughs> the thing is, if you if you got. I know Coke's cheap in Argentina, I've been told it's fucking cheap because there's no real borders that you have to take it over. So for a couple of dollars, you can get yourself a big bag of like stuff. But man, to be photographed on an aeroplane and you've got it by the side of you, <laughs> half a bag full of fucking cocaine. It, it was a big bag of shit. Now, I bet he's having the greatest time because there'll be like Russian hookers that are cheap as anything that he'll have diving all over him a big bag of snort next to him I know he's screwing off the football a bit <laughs> I don't like Maradona but I'd say fair play man you're living a life there you are living the fucking life Diego I bet no, he's been Diego. in Tim Putin and everybody and I bet he's fucking been oh, right, yeah, shaking, man. shaking the hands of everybody yeah meeting and greeting having a chat with all these different people coked out your fucking teeth watching your team get arsehole well I mean hopefully they get arsehole tonight and they're on the plane back fucking home yeah that, I, I don't be, mind them. That'd be great. That'd Nigeria, be, isn't it? I, I know we've had a war with them, but I've, but uh, I've skated with Argentinian dudes, man, and they've always been fucking right. As long as you say them, if if you get get it out, we, we the, didn't have the Malvinas. We didn't have a war with them. We, we never, the never Conservatives had a war with them to win the election, <laughs> they, they did. and then she had a war with the miners to win another election. Yeah, but let's yeah. not let's not get political. <laughs> we won't get political. Cocaine yeah. politics. We speak about anything. Radio yum yum. <laughs> I like the England team. I, I like their setup. I like their shape. I, I like what Southgate's doing with them, even though he's a boring motherfucker. It's a breath of fresh air, isn't it? It is. But it's giving them courage to go out and play, like to express themselves, which is really, really... I mean, Jesse Lingard against Panama was fucking fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Harry Kane, he's like dead-eyed dick. He, I, I was watching it with Junior, and he said, he, he'll miss this. I said, he won't. I said, this game, top corner. Bang. Mate, it was a tall bunch, did it? Second one, he lit it the other side when he died. I said, no, watch, watch, watch. Stay on. Bang. Brilliant, absolutely it's brilliant. Fucking terrible. What do you yeah. think about the England team here? Oh, the great thing is that Southgate seems to have some kind of bond with them. He does. The only thing I can sort of compare it to is like when Graham Turner come to us, he got, he got he got a few misfits together, if you know what I mean, and and sort of bonded them together. And it's like a guy who hasn't long hasn't that long finished playing, who who's, who can talk a bit in their language and get them to believe him because. If, if, if a manager's trying to get you to play in a certain way, if you don't fucking believe in it, or you don't particularly him respect wind, him, there's no way you're going to do it, even though you're a professional and you'll try and do it, you've still got that subconscious telling you, this ain't right, this is what I ought to be doing, and this is the way we ought to be doing things. And I think we've had a succession of them, who were who just like, the players have just like, the fuck are you like to tell yeah. me what to do yeah. and I know that's wrong and I know but players should respect it happens, who, it? who the coach is but this guy and I know we all th- I was I was like one who like when he was appointed just thought oh for fuck's sake here we go again like you know because we all thought he was a bit boring do I have much of a clue do I have any ideas didn't really come across as a great leader or anything but 
for some reason, he's, he's able to, a bit like Graham Turner did when he came to us, he's on a level with them, he's got their respect, and he's got some good ideas yeah. about how the game should be played. I mean, and it's all started to come together. Is, the player's ability's always been there. Yeah. It's just never been tapped into. He's a student to the game. There's no two ways about that. But I think the other thing that's in his favour, he's had a much under 21 and he, at that level. So the, like the, the younger ones, he's, he's seen them like from the age of 18 onwards. And he's brought them through. And he's given them the, like Kane and whatever, uh, Lingard... Sterling all them he's given them their chance at the lower level at the younger level so they've got that relationship with anyway so when he's got the job one of the first things he did and I thought it was very brave of him like with Rooney you know, <coughs> yeah. like the Messiah of English football You've never, he's never done it it's a big tournament has he I think 98 didn't he he scored a couple then like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but other than that he's done fuck all I mean Harry Kane scored five already this tournament Yeah. so fair play to him and I, I mean I, th- I think Semi-finals would be brilliant, but who knows? Anybody can go and win this tournament. Well, I, I said in a blog post before the World Cup started, I said I think we're going to win it. You did, and you said you said it yeah. on the last pod as well. And the other thing as well, what other teams will be fearful of is how organised we are on set pieces because we're as potent as fuck. That's one of the great things he's brought to us. A lot of teams. Well, I mean, Steve Holland plays a big part in that, doesn't he, the coach? Yeah. But a lot of teams are very, very wary, especially now in this World Cup because they're saying... If you're, if you're playing fucking wrestling, you know, like fucking in the box, two penalties, bang, they ain't fucking about. Yeah, he was it's straight out, yeah. And that's what cut it out. You don't want that. So, so yeah, and the, I, I think, you know, touch wood, that, that we can go at least semi-final. I, I ain't no big fan of Harry Maguire at the, at the back. Uh, I'm a bit, a bit worried about him because he looks a bit... I've always, oh, I've, always, I've never really seen... Like since, since his League One days, like you know, when he was at Sheffield United, when he was in League One, and people were saying, "Oh, we should go for him because he looks a great kid and all that shit." I was always thinking he looks a bit of a fucking donkey to me, and I, I still got a bit of that impression about him. Mm-hmm. But uh, when, when you're going on about these these, these set pieces, fuck me, man! They pick him out, and he's there with that fucking head. Nobody's going to get to that ball in front of fucking him, man. Like no. you know, all right? So uh, fair play to him for that. And, and even though he's made some mistakes playing the ball out, if you're going to play three at the back, which is what we're doing, there's going to be some mistakes made and you've got to accept that as part of the game and yeah, 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 the best of that. But we'll, we'll see how we do against all the better teams. But as for people saying, you know, you've only played Panama and fucking... We are, you know, we are. But you can only beat what's in front exactly of you. Exactly, and it does look good. I mean, like... Previous tournaments, we've played the likes of San Marino and all these fucking shite teams, and we've been, we've been, like you say, we struggled. We ain't even got it together. We, we've, we've actually looked like a team who knows what they're doing, uh, and the, as I say, the players seem to have bought into the philosophy, which is great. So who knows? I mean, like, it, there's a lot of luck in in, in football with, with who you draw and when you meet him, but I, I wouldn't be bothered particularly if we win the group and get there's the nothing to fear there. the there's, no, there's nothing to fear there. there's nothing to fear there. I thought we could certainly beat Spain the way they're playing yeah. uh, you know easy but I, I think it, 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 I read a few things on social media about normally Scottish dudes saying uh, yeah it's just like fucking Panama and Tunisia I think it's fucking embarrassing that they should denigrate Tunisia and Panama in such a way and say, oh, you're a shit, that's why England won. Is that Panama and Tunisia who were at the tournament in Scotland? Who ain't? Who ain't shit? Just clarify that. Because when, when it kicks off against Tunisia, man, they were moving that fucking ball around. 
you know. They were moving that ball around well, around top class English fucking professional footballers. And uh, Panama did it to a degree as well. I know they've got a few old, old dudes on there, but man, don't denigrate them teams by saying, yeah, England just beat them because they're shit. Because that's fucking shameful. It's not giving these teams respect because they've qualified for the, the, the World Cup finals, you know, which a lot of other fucking teams didn't. You know, they've got there for a reason because they played some good football. They're there on merits, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Really thought, Tunisia knew how to defend, and I thought, I mean, like, they'll have another game in, 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 you know, well, they'll have a game against Panama, won't they? Yeah. And you'll see how good each, each of them play against one another. But, like, I, I thought Tunisia looked a really sort of cohesive unit at the back, you know, the type of team that's hard to break down. Well whatever. drilled, weren't they? Uh, you know, so, yeah. Panama. Okay, they, you know, they sort of collapsed a bit, don't they? When they, when, when they give away the penalty, you know, and yeah. it, it, it all sort of went. That's just a lack of discipline, was. But they, they were still a team there with something to prove, weren't they? And and, and every team has in those group stages. They're not as easy as you think. Yeah. Um, so. I, well, look at the other I'm groups. Really to some really of the impressed. results in the other groups, just to see what can happen. But I think, like, fair play to Southgate. The players and the, their bravery on the ball and the way they express themselves, I think that's really positive. So even if we lose in the next round, we've got to give him credit because he's done some of that nobody expected him to do in in, in, that, in that terms. I expected him to no, do Well, yeah, I mean, some people obviously did. And some of us have had a better on Harry Kane to finish, um, win the Golden Bird before the tournament Did you put a bet on him to do it? Some of us have. Oh. Yeah. Nobody fucking told me. So I tweeted it out. My I friend. don't get fucking tips, I don't. <laughs> I tweeted it out. Because I wouldn't know what to do if I walked into a bucket. I'd just be there with a pen and a slip of paper, just looking around for some knowledgeable person to fill it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? Because I don't fucking bet. So, yeah, the World Cup has been really positive. I think the other thing as well, what, what we should um, reference, is like the fans, the party zone and everything that it's been. Because beforehand, people were saying, oh, the, the ultras and the Russian hooligans and this... Putin ain't having none of that. It's party central. He wants the PR exercise. And the, I don't think there's been many arrests, has there? Only a, few, a couple well, of dozen. There's been the old incident in yeah. there. Uh, you know. Well, the Polish had a good day against Senegal. Croatians and um, Argentinians. Argentinian, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were having a What history have they got between each other? Corn beef. You, the, you diss my corn beef. Fucking you Marmaland. You gringo bastards. Yeah. I, I don't see that at all. I, I see the England-Russia thing. Yeah. I'd love to go over there, but uh, unfortunately I can't. But if I was over there, I'd be fucking throwing bottles around like anything. I don't give a fuck. If, I, if 200 Russians come down the road at me dressed in their flip-flops and their tight shorts. <laughs> GoPros. And their, and their GoPros. GoPros. They had them strapped to their They did? What the yeah. fuck? And later on showed me a video of them training the ultras. And the, and the way they do it, they can, you know, two of them will get one guy, and they'll beat, they'll beat him up, and then, then they re, regroup themselves and they go on to somebody else and whatever. They, they, they work it all out. Tactical. Yeah, yeah, it's all tactical, mate. Yeah. But, in, but in Marseille, when Stark and Leicester and Derby lads and that got together, they weren't too good then, were they, on the back street? No, no. That, allegedly, what, what I heard. Allegedly. What, 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 what we I heard, heard. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There Somebody were, told us. There was all right jumping on, um, you know, Joe Public. Well, it's, it's normally some fucking fat fucking plaster in it from Leicester that they grab hold of that's 
they got a couple of quid together and decided to go, to go over to wherever to watch England play. Somebody who's off cuttings open the goal. He'll have like eight or nine strong lagers and it, it'll all be like England jumping up and down, throwing a few chairs. That's it, that's the D Day landings and everything. Yeah. That's what we're so on these Chinese European Johnnies. See, see, I don't mind a bit of a bit of jingoism, a bit of nationalism. It, 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 it's good to like hack into that kind of zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. just for a bit, maybe, maybe. You know, for a couple of hours, <laughs> hack into that England hooligan thing, and then like hack yourself out of it, and then go and visit a museum or a, a famous restaurant and fucking I mean, something nice to eat. The Russian version of being cute and whatever are gutted because there's no plastic fucking patio furniture getting smashed <laughs> up. <is that? laughs> Plastic chair throwing, fucking funny as fuck. What do you think of the beer slinging? Uh, what do I think? Uh, well, I they, mean, they, they've like, obviously got the money to fucking throw yeah, away. It's a bit fucking twatish, isn't it? it? It's young kids. I know it is, but like you fucking, you're, you're in the boozer and Tunisia, we wouldn't, you know, the opening group game on a last minute penalty. You can understand people getting. But just doing it so the mates can film it, I just think it's a bit contrived myself. Well, it is contrived, isn't it? it, it We've seen Stop it being it. old. No, we've seen it in the way days, in we like fucking on the concourses. I never spill a drop, man. If I pay four pound fifty for a pint of fucking. Mike, as long as I live that to my dying day, that concourse at Wigan, that fucking match, Jesus <laughs> yeah, sake. Yeah, that was fucking nice that day. That was fucking. Ready. That was walls all over. That was. That was. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking mop the bucket the come out. There was, the, the coppers and the stewards come up had a look and they fucked off. <laughs> I mean, everybody was at that last... It was the last away match, wasn't it? Or one of the last away games? It was one of the last away... Last away day of the season. Yeah, it, uh, that Wigan on concourse at half-time. I wore this. There was one of the... the fucking stu- Power Rangers on there. <laughs> <laughs> one of the Wigan stewards, he said, I've never seen fucking out like that. He said, we've had every fucker here. What the... Where are these fuckers from? When they switched the master fucking switch, switch off, off the lights, the fucking switched all the fucking lights off. And the fucking, the, the raided the mop cupboard, all the mops was out, and the, the brushes and those banging on the fucking, the, all, the conc- all the shops, fuck, you know, it was, oh. The, the, the way I look at it, man, fucking... It's mental. It's like the teddy boys in the 1950s when they went to see Rock Around the Clock and they started slashing all the cinema seats. These are people that are like... 75, 80 years old, man, <laughs> yeah. you know. So kids will be kids. It's so one well, of these things, so well, so well. It's like if you're part of it, it's fucking great. And I have been part uh, of it a few uh, times. Yeah, exactly. And I never threw me beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends what beer it is. If it's, it's some, true, of the, it's some of the piss they sell at some of these stadiums, well, it, you yeah. know, the best thing to do is just chuck it because yeah. if it's monsters, yeah. fucking drown <laughs> yourself in it, knock yourself out, chuck it everywhere. <laughs> I don't mind. I got covered. I was absolutely soaked at Bristol City. I was last Br- Bristol. There was lots well, of shows. Yeah, all I down mean, there, that was an occasion where I'd willingly, you know, if it had cost fucking ten pound a point, I'd willingly have thrown it when that goal yeah. went in. You know, that that that's fine. Oh, I mean, that's allowed. Yeah, I don't mind. It's it, 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 kids having a laugh. Kids. It is, kids, and it's it, it is. But I just think like they can they contrive it because they're already getting the phones out to film in you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. got to get it on Instagram or whatever yeah. I just wonder what they'll do if we get to the final and we get a last minute they'll all spontaneously combust <laughs> yeah I, I don't know what would happen there yeah. I don't like watching matches with it in, in like these big crowd things man with a lot of different fans I think it's weird as fuck but I, I, I can see why they do it they're enjoying themselves if they can have a laugh for like 10 minutes 
after he scored a goal, chucking beer around, being idiots, dancing on their tables, fucking fair play to him. He's just a bit of joy. I'm, I'm not going to start being an old bastard about no, it. No, it's good that it. England are like engendering that atmosphere, isn't it? Like, a mad atmosphere. Yeah, no, it's good, it's good. Uh, yeah, fair play to it. Uh, May there be more of it then, because that means we're doing good. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, it yeah. means they're happy. It's better than just standing there just thinking, oh, fuck you know. I mean, there's, there's been some matches this season where we've been away uh, with the Wolves and uh, we have been doing too good. And yet the half-time fucking entertainment on a concourse has been just as mental. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we've been winning 8-0 or something. <laughs> it becomes part of it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it does. That, I, I've no, no objections to it from the, on that score at all. Yeah. I think the thing I would say, like referencing last season, is that the best football I've seen in living memory. So why would you want to stand on the concourse having a beer or a cup when it's second half of fuck it? I, I never missed a second of it. I wanted to watch no. every moment yeah. of it. I don't miss a lot. And I'll be honest. I, I, I just think, why would you stand on the concourse watch it on the TV go and watch him and get behind him? But that's a different. I've, I've seen that so many times. People just like checking their bets and uh, checking their hackers in the in the South Bank. Now, I, I saw this season, when I was there, probably about 20 blokes in the concourse just staring at the telly with a point in their yeah. head, which I, I didn't understand. But then when I was in the North Bank towards the end of the season, there was about 60, 70 people on the concourse watching the telly. Yeah. What's the fucking point of that? We'll be there. Yeah. Exactly. Stay at home. What's Doing the point? Doing some boozer that... Shows it like it shows you know. it on the telly. You sit down, check your racket to your fucking heart's content. Yeah. You, you, especially this season now, with the with, with the season tickets the way they are, there's a waiting list for season yeah. tickets. Now you're checking up a fucking seat that somebody else could have. Who, who, yeah, yeah who want, who would generally yeah. want to watch it? Yeah. But I think somebody that's had one for seasons and seasons got that sense of entitlement in it. So if I want to stand on the concourse, which is if, if they want to do that, yeah. But why would you want to do that? Yeah, ethically to me, it's not it's not the correct behaviour. It's it's fucking stupid. I think. I mean, there's no way I'd do it. I mean, I'm a knobhead at the best of times, but fucking no way I'd be standing watching the telly. Twitter questions. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm just going to tweet out to get some in. But we have a, had a couple in. Um, uh, let's do a couple, William. William, I'm tapping your phone. <laughs> Why am I in the concourse, any? Um, yeah, you, you concourse that? wankers. Yeah. I going to say to him, one of them will whack me in the mouth, and I'm going for a piss or something. <laughs> I was going for a piss about 15 minutes into the second half. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just fucking one of them things. Is that weak bladder? Well, the radio, when I had radio therapy, it caught it. Okay. There's Oris. We haven't mentioned Oris. Oris is good, man. He's, uh, his air transplant went well at the Corbett's hospital. <laughs> the, the graft took. He's um, messaged me earlier about the Ajax, Ajax tickets, Ajax tickets, but, um, yeah. So. Oh, I don't know anything about that. So we had um, Jay Baden. It's his birthday today. So, Jay, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jay. Um, and he, he said... What did Jay say? It's all right because I've had that many fucking notifications through. What questions? Not questions, notifications on other stuff. So, oh. what Jay said was, um, seeing as Baytham's his band and golf is frowned, frowned upon, yeah. what would you all suggest I drink and do to celebrate my birthday today? 
and will um, keep my wolf, to keep my wolves' integrity. Also, will safe pack resistance badges be available to replace everyone's toasters now they are in the bin? Right. Uh, well, all I can say about golf is uh, I was quite anti-golf massively, but I always feel like there's a challenge in it about playing it. Yeah. So what I'm going to do? My mate Dave Foster has said to me he's going to take me fucking playing golf. So I'm going to go playing golf and I'm going to learn to play it because it, it's a challenge. I don't like it. Can I, I go and watch? You come and watch, man. You come and watch me play golf. Is Horace going to be your, uh, what do they call Dad it? Caddy. I, I don't know. I'll ask him. He's got the fucking trousers. I was going to say, he's got the jumper. I said, there's a pair of trousers like it. He's Pringle on like Nick Falder. He's got the Pringles. He's got the fucking... They were Farrah's, they was. The fucking checked Farrah's. That's like Sam 1981. I had a pair of farrows, man. I bought a pair. I thought, yeah, man. Oh, I used to have a pair of farrows, well. Yeah, me too. I felt like my fucking granddad when I was wearing them. I thought, these are stylish at all, these are. If you went in front of the magistrate wearing farrows, he'd, he'd look and think, oh, he's, he's no, he can't be right. He, he can't be. He's, he's got to be a good lad. <laughs> he has to be a Pringle jumper on. Yeah, I'll get... Or he should be better dressed than I will, because I'm giving out a pair of fucking beach shorts. So we've got a question from Graham Cope, and he said... Yeah, he answered all fucking... We, we've, we've done... Um, Jay can come for it. Get yourself up the Maverick if, uh, uh, for about 10 o'clock, Jay, and I'll buy you a point for your birthday if you, if you can get up there. there you so go. if you put your toasters badges in the in the bin, Jay, fair play to you. Fair we, play we, to you. We, we never had them anywhere. There are safe bank resistance badges available. Are there? Yeah, they, we've got the John McGinley ones, haven't we? And the, oh, yeah, we've got McGinley and, ones. And um, Neil was looking at some others, weren't he? Uh, some yeah. Some pin badges? Yeah. Uh, the enamel ones... Uh, I'll tell you what I feel about the enamel ones. Uh, I'm not massively into merchandising and making a lot of money out of them. I think it's fucking stupid. So what I'm going to do, I'm, I'm thinking about... I mean, I know it's dead punk rock and everything, but them button badges, they're cheap. You don't have to spend three quid on them. They're simple, so if you lose one, it don't matter. Next week, just spend a pound and buy another fucking one. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking at. And I haven't got the money to set up any enamel badge thing. I'm not toaster wolves. I've got fucking pennies I have in my little, in my tin in there. There's about fucking one pound forty in it. So are there gonna be badges? Nah, there won't be any badges. <laughs> there might be at some point. Yeah, if I make some money. There might be there you might know. Be. So never say never. I ain't saying never I ain't saying but this is like a grassroots thing man. It's that grassroots we ain't got no fucking money. We ain't got the, the, <laughs> we ain't got no money. We ain't even got the dirt to put the, the grass seed down, basically. We yeah, ain't, honestly. It's, it's that fucking seat of the pants, this shit is. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, somebody give me the mic. That's Oris's fucking laptop. <laughs> this Adam Sidway gave me this fucking microphone. I, I, I nicked this from the university, this pad. I don't know where that pen's come from. Uh, these ain't even my fags. I'll be honest with you, they're smoking. So, <laughs> Are you sure you don't know Aston Villa? I don't. I don't know Aston Villa. <laughs> It'd be a fucking Aldi if I fucking. Let's all laugh at the Villa. Because <laughs> 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 the dying page on Terry apparently did that. Also, they, they, they still owe him some. Did he put some on Instagram and then he deleted it? But I've never seen what he they put. They still on. owe him some money apparently. Yeah. I don't even follow him on there. I don't. No, even I'm still got to pay him about. I don't think it's massive amount. <laughs> still owe him. Half a million quid or something. Yeah, it might be less than that, but it's still a million. If you don't want it, I'll have it. 
Oh. So I'll have it off you. Yeah. So Graham Culp says, here's a question for you to debate. What signing will we make as the marquee signing like Neves last year? So I think Rui Patricio is a, a massive marquee signing. Yeah. And I mean, don't forget, we've got um, on loan Raul Jimenez wow. from Jimenez. Who we haven't talked about. No, we haven't. He's got three million followers on Twitter. I'd never even fucking heard of him before we started. Again, Roy Patrick. Uh, what's this dude's name, the striker? Raul? Yeah, what's that? How can you anglicise Raul? What would that be? Would it be Ralph. Paul? Ralph, Ralph, maybe, yeah. Yeah, it could be Ralph, yeah. All right, Ralph uh, Jimmy. Ralph James. Yeah. Jameson. Jameson, yeah, something, like something like that, yeah. Right, Ralph Jameson. I never heard of him. Before he signed, for, I'm sorry, it's my lack of football knowledge. Again, I don't watch other teams, uh, especially teams like Mexico. Is he any good? Well, according to Wolf's Twitter, when he played, he played, he come on a sub in that first game. Yeah. He, what were we signing him? Can they play him somewhere else? Though? They played him in the striker role, did they? He did drift out towards the left, didn't he? But you, you can't drift somebody like on a 15, 20 minute cameo role, can you, for fuck's sake? That's Cavalier on spot, though, on the left of the Wolves. He's going to play the Bonatini role. That's, I think that, the, that's what he's coming to um, do, and then he'll play Cav Costa Jota off him. And yeah, it definitely, definitely seems as if he's he's like um, a very much like for like Leo Bonatini, but a bit more physical, improved version, a bit more physical, possibly more goals in him because he's got his goals. His goals record doesn't look that impressive, but his goals per minute played right, yeah. is quite good. So you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> he's. You know, a top class, a top, still top class striker, an international striker. He's playing in the World Cup. He's coming to a solo, and what are they to like about it? To be honest, you know, right? So Have you seen his missus as well? She's a sex therapist. No, that's Patricio. That is. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking shit. I I'm turning this fucking off. <laughs> but some of the women on Wolf's Twitter, they want to do a bit of sex therapy with old Rui, with old Roy. Jesus Christ! It was like the fucking Thailand tsunami. The, 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 the thing is, it's like any fucking country you see up the fu- anywhere. He's got a quiff, short back and sides, and a beard, like yeah. every other fucking country <laughs> walking around. What's the difference? He's a bit taller. He's got a better tan, I suppose. Yeah. But, but fuck me, man. Beards. What's the crack? <laughs> I don't understand it. I, I don't understand getting turned on over. I do understand it. Well, I don't. I don't get turned on over players. <laughs> Jota troubles me a little bit. Yeah. When he does them little jinky fucking Jota does. And Nevis is. And Nevis is gold. Remember Nipples hard. I was going to say that. <laughs> Against Derby. Fucking hell, that was just absolutely obscene. But uh, yeah, two good signings there. And uh, I'm quite. What was the question? If we digress, no. What, what, what he said was, um, "What signing will we make as the marquee signing like Nevers last year?" Like? I don't think we'll have one. To be honest, I don't think. I think, think there's a couple more coming in, in there. Mate, they're going to be in this week, are they? Is yeah. it the end of this week? They're going to be in for training. No, no, well, no training that's the, uh, the week coming, and it. Uh, pre starts next week. The deadline. For the, the transfer window shuts at the start of the season now, yeah, doesn't it? Does, yes. Rather than um, right towards the end, end of, of August, it used to be the end of August. It used to be first the September. Yeah, but it's, it's now going to be the start of the season. But what a lot of people have been saying is it's the, it's the end of the FFP thing, isn't it? Where it's Friday. It, it counts towards next month, counts to another year or it something. It does, yeah. For FFP purposes, I'm not exactly. Well, it's I just the accounting it, period, it, isn't yeah, it? It's just yeah, a, it's just like an accounting period. So like, you can. There might be a reason for not signing players in this period because 
it would take you over F FFP guidelines or something, and so it, there might be a reason for delaying it into this. Jeff Shea's got the algorithm on it, so I don't think we need to worry. But yeah, there'll be a computer. There'll be a wing back or two. Did, did say Vinagre was um, mooted to be coming back? Mm. Yeah, on about Vinagre, which I think could be great. Yeah, uh, definitely. A year I'll, older. I'll, I'll, I'll I think stick, stick with him by all means as a as a backup. Uh, I like. I, I mean, it looks like this Cancelo's not going to sign in it, so that's one. I don't think what we was that thirty-eight million euros on. So even it's mind-boggling. We I don't think we were we, we were that interested. I think it's all fucking a smoke screen now. I, I, I don't know. Like some of the people that were, um, I mean, Percy was having a nibble at it when he, he he's mm. normally not far wider than Mark. But if you if, if, if thirty-eight million euros for a fucking right back, dude, that's a lot of fucking money. That is Wolverhampton Wanderers. I was like, what the, what planet are we on? All I'm saying is this. Have you all seen how big that W is on the front of the new shed? Oh, it's Fuck terrible. you, no. Oi, oi, boys. Oi, oi, Avinis. W88. But, but let me say this, let me say this. Uh, the, 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 the whole ethos of the Wolves now is, is to get players and add value, right? So if you're going to spunk fucking 38 million euros on a, on a player that's nibbling around the fringes of the, of the team that he's with at the minute. How much value are you going to add? You know what I mean? How much? If you're willing to offload uh, Benick for two million quid, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't see it. I think you're going to see them players that, that, that not bottom feeders, but they're, they're like liminal. They're like, they're, they're, they're midway between, they're just at the cusp of making it. And I think what Nuno does, and Fawcett, they're looking at these players because they're thinking, we can get them here on loan, we, we can pay uh, 10 to 15 million pounds for them. And it, if Nuno works his magic, they're going to be worth 25, 30 million quid in the future. That's yeah. why I think Rui Patricio is a game changer in the fact that he's 30 years of age. So added value to him, he signed a four year contract. Yeah. yeah. So what value are you going to get added to him? At the end of that, maybe he could get a move out of it. Maybe but going for free, don't we? Well, we did, but what I'm saying is, but well, a, a, a grand down Sub, subject, subject to uh, he's going to be on fucking costs. eighty grand a week in the, at least when with his signing on fee and his salary, he's going to be on 80, 90 grand a week, like in terms of the package. There's no two ways about That's it. Mad seeing as John Ruddy was on something like eight pound thirty an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I know, I'm working all that overtime down at Cardiff, eh? Yeah, to say, yeah. This is the sphere we're going into, though, isn't it, now? I mean, what you've got to look at is Championship, we've got that sussed. Going into the Premier League, different ball game altogether. Yes, we've got the nucleus of a squad. I don't think anybody denies it. I think, you know, everybody would think with the players we've got, we could more than make a fist of work. They were a Premiership side last, know, last season. We've we, we got players good enough to compete at that level, compete with the likes of your Leicesters, your Burnleys, whoever. What I'm thinking is, this got, you know, Fawcett have got the sights set a lot higher, and we, we certainly hope they have in terms of where we where we're going to go. It's not too wise about that. But when you when you think about how all the teams have sort of focused on. When they get into the Premier League, they looked at establishing themselves. Consolidation. So we, yeah. We've got to do. We've got to do that. We, you know, we we haven't, we haven't got to sort of downsize that in any way and think, oh, it's going to be a piece of piss because it, it never is. Because there's, you know, there's teams that have been there and done it, and they, they, 
they're going to start thinking, well, we've been around the block a bit more, a few more times than you lot have, regardless of what what we can bring to the party. But when you look at the way other teams have approached it in establishing themselves, they've looked at just survival, you know, sort of 17th place. I, I can't see anybody at Wolves thinking that's acceptable no, in any shape no. or form. So when you, when you look at that, when you look at survival and, and holding yourself in there, it really it really drags you down towards those bottom three places, doesn't it? And that ain't where we want to be at all. And, and no, because that's the benchmark then, isn't it? Yeah. And like you say, we want to fucking aim oh, So I think we're aiming top ten. I'd, I'd be surprised if Nuno's objective is any less than a top ten position. No, I would agree. Uh, so... To, if you're going to set him that objective, you've got to give him the ammunition to do it. And, you know, the, the players to get you in that top 10 now, coming at those sort of prices, your 38 million euros, that, that, that's what you've got to pay to get them, those sort of boys in. Do you think that's what we'll be paid? Do you think we'll have a marquee uh, sign in there? So, in answer to Graham Pope's question, I think there could be a couple uh, of, like, around the 30 million pounds... Players come in yet? That's fucking scary, that is. Uh, and but what positions they'll come in? I I I think another striker. Andre Silverlink still not going away, is he? Uh, and he ain't had like a sparkling. He ain't had a sparkling World yeah. Cup, so maybe the price will come down a bit, Harry and that that work to our advantage. Who knows? Had him before, and he so he knows what he's all about. You can get someone out of him. And I'll, I'll defer to his judgment on a player over fucking Colin from Calvin every day of the week. Let's have a, let's have a question then off Twitter. Um, so your mate Richard Laminet, uh, Richard Lamine, out there in Kazakhstan. A beautiful man. He is. Um, said question for the Quan Wisdom. What away game are you relishing? Right first. So yeah. what, what which which away game are you relishing next season? Um, I enjoyed Fulham. I did. I mean, as as much as it was, it was a crap result. It, it, I like the environment. Their fans make me laugh. With their little clappers. It was the most amusing thing I'd ever fucking seen in my life. There's some nice pubs around there. I was bladded that day. Yeah. Absolutely fucking bladded. And I had a great time down. You weren't there. as bad as Big Dog on that track coming. Oh, you were pissed as a fart, wasn't it? Metal envelope. Metal envelope. <laughs> and then he me in the fucking eye. Peter envelope. And what he says is, um, and can we get a couch and travel together with Ricky's cakes, Kate's cooking, the podcast team providing the commentary, and the remaining looking like something from a slam music video? Yeah, so you, you, that, you, that's you, a wish list enough. You don't want me on a couch with you in an enclosed space. That's all I'm saying. Richie, but, I'm thinking what Jim would say is he couldn't fix it. Nah, he, but, he, I, I think Tottenham away. I want to do, do the new ground now. I'm looking Tottenham. forward. Yeah. Love a London away, David Wolves, and West Ham as well. Stratford, like all the, the all the London ones are good. I'm I'm just a, with West Ham. I ain't really looking forward to the Olympic Stadium. I wish, you know, still the the billing ground that we were going to. Yeah. But there you go. Things, things change. The new ground at Tottenham will be great. I want to go to the Emirates and smash those cunts down there. Be nice they deserve there. it, they yeah, do. They really do. Yeah. We've uh, got to get one back over there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we're, we're, all the London ones, plus, you know, Man United, Man City, two great ones to go to, aren't they? Like, you know, the big grounds, big stadium, stage for our players to play on. Exactly what it's interesting that you mentioned Man City because I, I read this thread on uh, social media the other week about uh, 
it was on a Man City forum about their fans they, they were talking about us yeah. and they were saying all these nice things and it, it annoyed me to a certain extent because I thought is this fucking disinformation here and, and what's the agenda here of being nice you know what I mean the same <laughs> we play good football and I was mistrustful straight away and I got aggravated by it and I thought is it me being paranoid I think from I, I read some of it and um because Kate put the link up here. Yeah. I mean, because I'm the same as you. Like when other fans say stuff about it, oh fuck off! I ain't really bothered. Yeah. Other Wolves fans, good or bad, I look, look at what they're saying, respect their opinion, don't agree with all of it. But yeah. So when fans, are, but I think what months where they were coming from from their perspective, they they've done the journey. They brought through the glass ceiling. They went down to League One, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They went played. Was it Gillingham in that? Then Galter got the so like. The, the crux of them, like the core of them, have been and done that. I know they've, they've got like the fucking glory hunters and bandwagoners on afterwards, but I think that the hard core of Man City fans have been on the same journey, so like they can understand like what road we're on. And from a footballing perspective, we, when we come out of the Emirates um, after the game last season, every one of them was saying, You're one of the best teams we've seen up here, and we were turning around and saying, That's our fucking reserves, mate. That is <laughs> Danny Bass, what Danny and Bennett at right wing back. And I think I think like the way we played up there, the Premier League should hold no fears whatsoever for us. Well, I said it before, and I say it again. At Molyneux, we've got to turn that into a cauldron every fucking match. Get off the concourse, get in your seat, stand up, and fucking roar the. Have a single shot. Yeah, fucking come on. Um, Next question. This is from Baz, nineteen eighty three. Bazza, all right, Bazza. Bazza said, "What value would you put on Cav, considering we've allegedly knocked back twelve million from Fulham?" Well, I wouldn't take less than twenty four million straight away. I, I, you know, yeah. I mean, like, if I was sat in Thelwell's office, you know, and, and the phone rang and it was them concert Fulham saying we're offering twelve million, uh, you know, I wouldn't even be answering the fucking phone. I'd be yeah. saying, you know, obviously, uh, yeah, I appreciate everybody's got, but I'm, I'm being serious, you know. Being you got, you got absolutely deadpan serious here. Anything less than twenty-four million, no way. Uh, we got to look know. at what money you're going to spend to replace him. Exactly. Now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a, a twenty, twenty-five million pound player. There's no yeah. fucking yeah. doubt about yeah. that in my mind at all. Yeah. How dare they insult us by offering? Huddersfield was supposed to be supposed to be. What the fuck does he want to go to Huddersfield for? Uh, well, that was all a load of bollocks, wasn't it? Anyway, but. Seriously, the guy, he's, he's top class, isn't he? Yeah. He's a, ga- he is a, a, game he's a real game changer. Uh, so I, I, I wouldn't consider... I, I mean, cost of the same, you know, if anybody coming for him... You need, you need options in the Premier League, and, and, and I said it the other week, a um, couple of podcasts ago, it's, what, it's the strength of your bench is how good you are. So if you, if you ain't got options on the bench that can come on and influence and impact a game, you're going to struggle. Mm. Having Cavalero, Costa, Jota, whoever on the bench, and eight others, that's where your strength is. And that's and to me, I wouldn't sell any of them. I would not sell any of them. No, I wouldn't really. And I don't think we need to sell no, either, really. First season back in, we, we want to go and We want to keep the I don't think there is a need to sell. The only, the only time it would crop up is if some, like you say... Uh, Two or three replacements became available at big figures, and, massive, and then, then, yeah. then you, you wanted to swap things around a bit. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> uh, and that that would be the only thing. I can't see us massively want to swap swap things around because I think these guys are good enough. Yeah. Because I think, as we said 
before the podcast started. I think we were talking about Cavaz. Yeah, he was. And he, you know, he's, he's got the ability to do it on that stage. There ain't no doubt about that. You have extra time. Uh, yeah, he, he, and he's still he's still getting better in here. I love the fact learning. he plays with a smile on his face as well, Cav does. Yeah, yeah. And you can, he, lo- he loves playing at Wolves. You can just see it. I mean, because that Huddersfield, and they, they, the, the, the rumours and that was coming out, and Cav tweeted about it, 100% Wolves and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. so like, fuck you Huddersfield, you fucking tin pot Yorkshire yeah. bastards. You dog-bothering bastards. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, it's fucking tin pot ground, isn't it, the way, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's all, yeah. I don't like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I like it is. I, like, I, you look at it on the TV and you think, yeah. like, the Macau point or wherever it, it is. It's one of the ones you but don't want to get to. It's fucking vile. <coughs> Barnsley or fucking Reading. I don't, mind Bar- don't mind Barnes in there. Well, it's old school, isn't it? But, but yeah, I had a bad time there. I, was, I had bad times at Barnsley. I was cold. And fucking. There was a dude, man. He went to a working men's club before the match and he was like collecting glasses and serving. And he had this blue fucking jumper on. He was one of the staff. And he had like this orange iron mark on the back of his fucking jumper. <laughs> like he just left his iron there. And I thought, who the fuck <laughs> still keeps that item of clothing when you got a big iron mark on the back of it? Who are these people? But they must all be watching the match because now fuckers tweeting us back. We've had a couple, but like, oh Jesus Christ! And um, Andy sent one dinner from uh, you know Andy down under Wolf. Yeah. And yes. He he said like what what did you what did he put? He put some about which teams do you think will respect us most next season in terms of the big boys. Tactics like yeah, I think he was looking at that where people would be be uh, wary of us. I think they all will because I think they all know, don't they? I yeah. think they all know of us. Yeah, they have done their own work. You know, um, it's the age I of mean, analysis, isn't it? It, it is. Mourinho certainly knows what Nuno's all about, doesn't he? Anyway, yeah. so you know. Do we know if they get on or not? Is there another Mendes clients, but. If they met each other, not sure on, I'm not sure on that score at all. Uh, you see, no, he was in Porto when he, <coughs> yeah, yeah, he was, they, they were, when they, they won the European yeah, Cup. They, he was, they were, um, he was on the bench. No, no, was and so he's played under him. It yeah. could be that Mourinho could be the Warnock of this season, or or the Steve Bruce. There's got to be a good and evil dichotomy going on. Every between. time you mention Steve Bruce, I just start smirking. <laughs> if it's it's fucking it? funny, yeah. it is. It's I, I could talk about them for hours. I'm not obsessed fat, by him. I'm just fucking rambling. fat bastard. <laughs> he's a fucking fat bastard. His, his head's like a fucking sailor's duffel bag. I've never seen an head like it. It's got more lumps than a fucking council plaster. What's that fucking film with a fucking chump? What's that called? The Goonies. The Goonies. That's Steve Bruce in the cellar. <laughs> hey, you guys. That's it, yeah. Hey, you guys. You guys, yeah. Fa- yeah Is I'm it the Fratellis? The Fratellis. He's one of the Fratellis, isn't he? I don't know. Yeah, the Fratellis. That's the name of the family. Oh, Is it? Yeah. That, just popped that's a head. band as well, is Oh, that's where that band got their name from. Maybe. Oh, they did the music. That's them. Ah, oh, fucking hell, eh? Yeah. I've watched the Goonies once. Uh, that dude with the face bothered me. So I never Steve Bruce. <laughs> yeah, he's got a fucking. You couldn't punch plasticine that shit, could you? Oh, but what's he doing now? I bet he's in his office with his head in his hands. Just oh, for fuck's sake! What am I going to do? And he's trying to text Tony's ear, <laughs> and, and he's getting no answer. And he sent like fucking twenty emails that day. Tony, Tony, we got to sign this. Well, that's it. They've done a list of players because the Steve Roundy was McLaren's number two at Middlesbrough. 
is his number two now. And they said they've identified all these players that are out of contract and we can get him and get him, put the money to this and this. And they're sending the emails and whatever over to join that and fuck all's coming no, back. Ah, man. Fuck all's coming back. And they've got to have them there. They're, they they're have. You need, have man. You, need to, you need pre-season with the new Interestingly enough, I saw somebody um, tweet something today about um, the charges that are registered against the holding company uh, against Recon, Recon Football yeah. or something that he's called so he's, he's, he's created a, a bit of a Birmingham City situation you oh know, that's where, brilliant um, Carson Young that. Where, yeah because people were searching for the, the, the charges registered against Aston Villa yeah and they were finding like a standard bank debenture and this charge to the Australian bank but it turns out he's mortgaged some of the land that they own to the bank to recon oh. through through oh, recon okay. so he's created this sort of you know like Birmingham City is turning into national holdings yeah, yeah, yeah. that holding, got, yeah. that got oh. uh, so he, he's, all ah, it's to look, he's all beginning to look dodgy as fuck and there's charges registered as well uh, and he'd also allocated you know that, that the, the transfer money that he's, he's like uh, sort of got a there's a bank got a lien over that where they can they get the they get first hands on the first tabs on the money. That's also been done through the recon group as well, because it looked as if the Australian bank hadn't particularly got anything hold over them, but that that's done but it's through, all through recon. The, the recon football or whatever it is. Well, they're dodgy as fuck bank. They are that Australian bank. They're dodgy as fuck. Yeah, it's probably only the only ones that would do that sort of thing, because it, it, you know it's money on the drip or whatever. Yeah. It, it's due to coming on a certain date or whatever. So if you is. look at the name recon, I mean, there's a bit of a clue in that name, isn't there? Do, yeah. do it again, just yeah. con again. What you was it? It's a recon. recon. It's a recon. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like I said at the beginning of the season FFP then, motherfucker you fucking dying Villa you're dying liquidate well that's the thing as the well. machines he, are bleeding he wants to, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, don't really, I mean I know it's a Wolves podcast and we haven't really ought to be going on about them but it's fascinating I love it's to fucking fa- <laughs> it's fucking he's hilarious. fucking fascinating because he's that funny he's, he wants to try and sell from what I'm gathering he wants to try and sell a stake of about 40 million quid so you're going there and you want to you, you want to invest 40 million what are you going to get for your 40 million Dude, quid who's going to fucking <laughs> bump 40 million pounds into what, that what are you going to get for fuck all that's like putting it on red or black when you're <laughs> all pissed up with a glass of champagne in your hand yeah yeah put it all on now nobody should have thrown money into a failing fucking organ which is what Aston Villa is they're failing massively administratively they're crumbling you know what I mean they've got a lack of idea about how to go forward that's roll we're just looking at a photo of Raoul's and that's his uh, actress girlfriend oh she's pretty she is well if I see her in Aldi that, I'll that, fucking that. say hello <laughs> how you doing that's a tailored top isn't it that's a tailored top it is yeah I can see what you're on about then but there's a place in Blockswitch that uh, owned by this black dude that fucking does amazing stitch work on jobs so if you could buy a wolf shirt okay is he called Mr Stitch Mr. Stitch is in Bloxwich, yeah. Mr. Stitch, take him to take it to Mr. Stitch, and he'll tailor a fucking women's. There you go. Bloxwich Blocks, has been well known for giving stitches out over the years. <laughs> Many a time, I've been, dude. I'll tell you the story about a we, pub, we've a, had the a story, skinhead, the George. Oh man, what a pub that was! We've, we've had that conversation in the past. Again, I ran in there, you know, to say hello. Where are your pickles? Loads of pickles on the floor. <laughs> I've got one. Oh, is the leg in anyway, Michael? It's, it, it's good, but it's getting there. Yeah, it's not swollen. Not so swollen. 
doing a bit more walking, it's getting better. I want to get it fit for the new seasons so I can go in the South Bank. I are going in the North Bank again. No, no, that was no. so depressing. Fair play to them. Towards the end of the season, they sang. It seemed quite dynamic in there. They were singing, but being at the bottom was like horrible. I mean, I you're, like you're going to get the new game euphoria. And you, I mean, we've got um, Everton coming down first game. That's going to be a big one, isn't it? That's going to be like the benchmark yardstick. Then Leicester away. And Leicester away. And then Man City, away, yeah. second down game. Yeah, it, it, it's fucking mad to think real, about. It is. It's, shit's getting real. I used to trudge up that canal to the match, you know, because of day and I was there. I know that sounds sad, but I used to walk to the fucking match, and it's a good six or seven miles up that up there. Now, when you're playing teams like I don't know, fucking Gillingham or Blackburn, Blackburn, Barnsley, Barnsley you, your feet are a bit heavy, and, <laughs> and that mud's a bit more sucky, you know. And you're looking at the the rubbish in the canal, and your life's rubbish, and you feel like throwing yourself in there. But we're playing Man City. I'll be fucking running up that Lidgefield Road to watch <laughs> yeah. that shit. Yeah. We all will. Because yeah. as much as as much as we can all stand around in a circle, jerk, saying how great we each our teams are. Man, I want to see Man City fucking stuffed up here. I want to see him fucking stuffed four nil. I want to see him walk away from here thinking that they've had a good fucking metaphysical yeah. kicking. That's what I want to see up there, and that's what's going to make me run up that fucking. <laughs> Up that Litchfield Road to see him, and then run back and all being quite happy. I'm looking forward to that immensely. Fucking Man City with the money. It's coming, and it? it's coming. But they're not a big side to me because, like I say, I remember when they was in League One and exactly we used to but meet them. They've been on that level, but that I think you, you, I wouldn't say like respect, but you can sort of um, empathise with. Well, them. I, just want to, I just want to think who's going to be the Steve Bruce of, of this season. Anyhow. Eddie, yeah, Bournemouth. there's a lot of beef Absolute between us and Bournemouth. Fucking wanker of the first fucking. You don't like Eddie, you don't. No, do I don't like Eddie either. I don't like Watford either. They can fuck off as yeah. well. Second put away last match. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie, Ian, what, what the fuck is Eddie all about? I don't know really. He's he's, he's just a you know he's one of these Wife swapper, s- he? He looks snakes like in the fucking grass are you? like you know he's just like it's going to be a bit of needle we are going to have many tickets to go down there will you no no it's only a fucking garden shed eh? it's, um, 1400 but maximum I reckon there's going to be some beef before. I mean it's interesting that we we talk about Bournemouth the beef's already started the the, the, the grief the, the snidey little the comments who the fuck am Bournemouth? I don't even know they had a football team until I got promoted the other year. But there's beef going back with them years either. They beat us in the FA Cup once, did they? Yeah. And we, <laughs> we tore the fucking goalpost down, don't we? I remember that game. Got wrecked, in it? I remember that game. But that's going to be a good away day. Hopefully we can get a ticket. Well, I can get a ticket. Yeah. Because it, it, I'd, I'd like nothing better than to go down there and fucking stuff them yeah. and stuff them good. Because yeah. that fucking bastard off talk sport, that Tom Latch. Oh, well, that he can suck my dick all fucking. He's d- blocked me on Twitter. Yeah, he's blocked me as well. I don't follow him. I don't know who he is. Uh, he, he's on talk sport, but he's oh, like okay. one of these. Uh, what's the word? Like an intern. He's, he's right down the. He's a bottom feeder at talk sport. Yeah. 
Well, so he's, he's prolific on Twitter then, isn't he? He's very prolific on Twitter. Very, like, antagonistic towards other people. Well, that's what he does then, to try and get his profile up there. And he looks, give me me own show. But he shows well, shit. I've listened to it. It's on about three o'clock in the morning or something like that. He's on for an hour. And then <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Armin has a strangle wank. Has a strangle wank and fucking watches like beheading videos while he's having a wank. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Simon's always um, tweeting stuff like that. Isn't he? Today was ridiculous. I saw in this dude's head off on Twitter and I was like, fuck it. I, I follow Simon. I've, I've, apart from, from you and Pat. I've never met a person that has understood football as well as that kid, right? And I'm not joking. He's so fucking intelligent that it staggers me. But I, I, I don't know why he's working as a plaster labourer, to be honest with you, which is what he does. He, he should be doing something. He's hurt his arm, isn't he? Is he broke his Yeah, he broke his shoulder. Has it? Yeah. Get yeah. well soon, Si. Yeah, get well soon, bud. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, what, what point was I making? When I was talking about Simon, yeah, beheading videos. Yeah, they, they were all over my Twitter timeline this morning. I've got art on one part, and then I've got a, I've got a jazz post. Somebody talking about jazz, and then There's some more art. Then a bit of football. You know what I mean? It's like uh, some bloke having his arm chopped off on the next one. It's like fuck me, man. Fucking fair play to them though. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's social media terrorism, and I'm all about that kind of shit. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. So, so we're going to hate Bournemouth this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Eddie Howe's going to come out with a few propaganda pieces over the next couple of months. Do you think? When yeah, he'll well, be he'll be one of the ones. That yeah, they'll, they'll be shit about and they'll uh, be snipers. Well, yeah, fake news will be coming out of Bournemouth. Yeah. They're going to do it to deflect the pressure off themselves, aren't they? Like, and, oh, big bad wolves, the big yeah. bad wolves. Yeah. yeah. I just feel there'll be another one. I don't like their manager, that German fucking Wagner. Yeah. No, uh, but they've survived, eh? They, they, they have. But I mean, they're, they're going to suffer second season syndrome, aren't they, next year? And Brighton as well, to an extent, although Hooten's not a bad manager. Yeah. Um, no, I don't mind Chris Hewitt. I think he's, I think he's a decent he, he, guy. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Well, he's got some humility about him. No, he's yeah, exactly, humble. Yeah, and he's yeah, always yeah, like, yeah, respectful and he yeah, does it the right yeah, manner. Yeah. You never hear him bitching about other teams and that, do you? All no. referees and that, he does it you, the right manner. you got to let your team, your team's football, do the talking. That is, that is where you make a statement. You don't make it to the fucking press exactly. and say, oh, well, I don't know whether these transfers are perfectly legal and, oh, I don't like the way he's celebrated and, uh, and all it. And it's snidey playground bollocks. It is. It's your team to the fucking talking. You know, oh, man, I, at Bournemouth, if, 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 if it'll happen, Nuno's going to be on that pitch, he's going to be fucking running around like a mad bastard celebrating. I can see it because... Eddie Howe, he's, he's going to be one of them dudes. Yeah. He's going to be the dude, of the, he's going to be the pantomime villain he will. Yeah. I can see it coming, I can see us going down there, taking 6,000 fucking fans, even though only 1,400 green in the ground. And smashing their fucking ground up, <laughs> and smashing their town up and all. It'd be like the old days at Scarborough. We were just talking about that this morning, you know when they banned us? Yeah. We went to Hereford, we did. And the fucking, the police put us in this cricket club. And somebody found the fucking, you know, you know when they do the markings, the white stuff? Yeah, yeah. 
Somebody find a big bag of that, man. It fucking went everywhere. All over the bar. <laughs> like Maradona was in there? Man, it was, it was only about 15 of us in there, just like a minibus full of, of fucking blokes. We had tickets to the game. We had the police on us straight away. They wouldn't let us out of this cricket club. But, mate, it was one of the funniest days ever. After Scarborough. Carlchester was another one we got banned from, wasn't it? There was yeah. a five, when there was a five, five oh, games. I know because at Colchester there was loads buying um, memberships down there and we, we were getting in that way. There's another Because this song, won't it? You'll never ban a wondrous fan. Yeah. 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 They made my heart sing this one because I fucking forgot completely yeah. about that. <laughs> no. But then days after that Scarborough game, me and Oris were photographed like five yards apart at Scarborough. Yeah. He's here and I'm here. Was that on the plate? Did you have numbers? In the stand. In the- oh, okay. In the stand. But I've, I've heard some stories to this, this week. I was, only the other the other week I was talking about the dude that, that burned the hamburger stand down at Scarborough, <laughs> yeah. whose name I won't mention, and I won't mention who mentioned him to me. But fucking that went up. They <laughs> all the fucking sinks go off the walls. The, the plumbing come out. What happened that day? It was just crazy. Because I went up there with quite a chill back quite kind of vibe. I did. But all of a sudden, it just went mad, didn't it? Because every mad. fucking idiot in the black country turned up. There's fucking walls everywhere. Because <laughs> I remember they had a, they've got this big bandstand on the front and there was a band doing a fucking... Uh, a little lunchtime band set. Orchestra, brass brass band, I think it was. And there was like three or four Wolves fans on there running around. Like... <laughs> What are you doing on the fucking stage? And then you'd look further up the road and there'd be somebody fucking throwing bins through a pub window. And then, What's going on here? All right, mate, all right. Walk well, past a jeweller shop and there's nothing on the display. There's nothing on it. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, fucking hell, the amount of times that happened. It was just, it's a good opportunity to just nick loads of stuff. And I'll admit, I, I, I did a bit of that. I was starving, man. I was. You, you know, you got to wait, fam. You got to wait. It, it, it wasn't quite the Thatcher years, but it was the, you know, it's the it was the aftermath of it when things were a bit horrible and yeah. a bit, you know. But yeah, God, crazy times down there, though. That that them couple of weeks of that season were one of the best ones I ever had. Especially that Erinford one. You're never gonna get them again. No, nah, we'll never have them again, man. But they were good, good times. We're gonna have different times, different good times. But we're more adulty now, so it's it, it, it's not as funny. I mean, it, it's it's like this Ferrari over uh, beer being thrown about. Now, I'll, I'll just give you an example. There's this, this line marking shit that got thrown around in this pub. Nobody give a fuck. I remember coming back just covered in it. You know, it was in the air. It was. Yeah. You know, I remember there was this little old woman behind the bar that was running around trying to placate everybody and. See, then the police wouldn't come in because like I said it was only about 15, 20 or something like that but man it, what happened to Wolves fans in them years I think it was Bully's fault oh, I do because all of a sudden we, we, we'd be doing shit for so long then then we started winning games it was it was always us against the world wasn't it really? it was, it was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, the backlash yeah. run it that was we got, we got shit on big time didn't we and, yeah. and, and like you went from being right up there down to right down there. It was like, but you knew something. I think the thing was, you knew something was happening, didn't you? And you knew it would never go away. Yeah. You know, there were uh, memories that you wanted to cling to. You knew it was never going to get really go away, and like just stood there in the when the ground was 
the two sides of the ground was there. You were sat on, you stood on the south flag, and there were there's people sat in the John Island, and they, you know, you were miles and miles. You couldn't see it. Over yeah. a mile of fucking pot. If it's foggy, you wouldn't see it. Like, <laughs> but yeah, the new stuff. Right, it was, it, it was just that sense of someday this will all come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it will happen. I think it's happening it, now. It was, it was, it was, ne- it was miles away. When it, it, you know what I mean? It, you never really understood why it was, why you did it, why you went there, and and and, and like carried on going. Yeah. But there was, there was just that sort of buzz between you on there, and and you still see people now, don't you? From, the, from, from years back, yeah, you do, yeah, yeah. And you just, and Not, you're yeah. just right, right, you're doing your right, yeah. Sort of whatever. Uh, and like, I see him at the green bit that come up. It's all part of it, eh? Fuck you, damn right. But I, I think it's happening now. I, I don't think it's as it's as uh, vibrant as it was then. But it's not we, as febrile, is it? We had a shout out, man, which, which I think we've talked a little about before the podcast. A shout out from uh, the 1877 Club who do a podcast, yeah. and they said uh, our podcast is raw. You know, and swear a lot with 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 the older people because <laughs> we remember stuff like the bully years. Yeah. You know what I mean? The bully years are still fresh in my mind. Yeah, I mean the nineties like to me seemed just like about five years ago. Yeah, and, 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 and it's actually like twenty eight, but like yeah, it only seemed like five years ago. You know, like I remember bully, everything about bully it. Bully years only seemed you know. Like I mean, if you were there and you were watching him week after week, you're never going to forget that. The way he carried that team. I mean, I know they've gone about like Ronaldo in Portugal and whatever, and Messi in Argentina. Fucking bully carried us, man. Scarborough. That's all I'm saying, mate. Fucking Scarborough. That was when I I kind of come alive as a because of watching watching us like tumble down the divisions, and then just having nothing and being right at the cusp of. Yeah, and every fucker laughing at us. Everybody did, yeah. and then all of a sudden we were we were doing well. We were scoring some goals. We had some kind of Graham Turner again, bless his heart, which which segues perfectly into the fucking the topic that I should have talked about before, which I never did. It's a Jack statue. Yeah. A lot of people don't like it now. I thought John Bird should have a fucking statue there, to be honest. But that, that's just my opinion. I'm quite happy to see Sir Jack there. I don't think it's a good piece of art. It ain't as good as the Billy Wright in the Stan Cullis. I ain't seen it face to face. I've had a look. The only the only thing I would say is that, that anybody who's, who's like said it doesn't look great, and I, I, I must admit, like looking at the photos of it, it, it doesn't look like you would expect Sir Jack it to look. It, enough to you, me. you know, don't look like you you would expect Sir Jack to look if you yeah. know what I mean. Whereas you look at the Billy Wright one, and that looks. Absolutely spot on. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, one, you know what I mean. And it's the same artist, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, and it's the same guy that's done it. So you have to go back then and think, where's he drawn his inspiration from it? And it's perhaps not our memories of him. And, and no. like, it's perhaps more like the legs on fam- weird to me. His family's. Yeah. Memories of him and and well, well they've had a photo. I respected them. If you the know thing I mean. is, Ian, I could I could see the meeting that they had, and they, and they had, a, I bet they had a number of eight by ten glosses of Sir Jack, and they said probably the most dynamic one is when he held his thumbs up at, at the Millennium Stadium yeah. and 
we got promoted and they saw it as iconic but it, 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 the thing is it's an hard pose to, to like sculpt yeah. you know because it's getting dynamic movement into a sculpture is fucking difficult and that that the fact that he had his thumbs up wasn't di- I mean I know this is a bit art criticism I don't mind the statue it's just a fucking statue you know what I mean to me but I, th- I think there could have been a better job done on that because it, it doesn't look regal enough to me whereas Stan Cullis around the other end I, I look at that a lot and I just think fucking what a man for yeah. one yeah. what a fucking statue for another because yeah. that is brilliant the wind's moving his, his mac around he's got his hat you know he, he, he looks like he's, he's striding out onto the pitch whereas it's, that's the jack one he looks a bit he looks a bit fat he looks a bit dumpy uh, it, it, it's not a great sculpture they, they've coloured the bronze which looks a bit weird I don't really like it uh, it'll weather uh, we'll grow to love it of course somebody will bung a wolf scarf around his neck I hope yeah. uh, but what's more telling about it uh, which me and Oris were talking about was the positioning of it because if that statue is going to stay there you've got to have a look how far that south bank's going to come out when they're fucking I thought about that myself and, and I think the answer to it is it's quite portable aid yeah. you know it, they'll just move it as it, as well, it, as it, it needs it, to it's be. like it, 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 if that's its position and it's going to stay there because they can move it it's, it's a piece of piece to move it uh, but I, I don't think they'd move it in the next couple of years this is what I'm saying I think that's been positioned there with a view to how far that South Bank's going to come back now Oris said he, he, he Google uh, Google mapped it. You know how forensic <laughs> Oris is about that kind of shit. He would have measured. Yeah, yeah. Where the where the standings were going to be, how far this is, and can you get can you get road infrastructure there? And he says everything everything's clicked into place to have an absolutely massive South Bank. That's going to be the biggest stand at the walls when they fucking built that man. No two ways about it. It's going to be absolutely crazy. I mean, the only restriction you've got coming back is the city archives because that's listed, so we can't go that far. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, the, yeah. but the gap between where the South Bank is and where that is, you've got a lot of fucking yeah, yeah, a lot of room. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of room. And at the other side, uh, at the left-hand side of the South Bank, as you're standing in it, uh, all that, there's a load of land, that Carilion car park. Uh, yeah, there is, yeah. It, now, looking at that side, there's another like probably thirty meters you can get on the end of there, building out, and probably thirty meters the other side, which gives you like sixty meters. Jeff Jeff Shee went and he went to Dortmund, didn't he? And he's in the wall, and that's like twenty six thousand people behind the goal. And yeah, it, that's that's what's in his head. Yeah, which is something I want to have a word with Walls about. Uh, if I ever get to get my foot through that door, it's, it. it before they've, they've done all the final drawings for the uh, new stand, is where are we going to fucking hang our flags? Where are we going to... Where, where Where's the infrastructure going to be where we can make it lively as fuck? Yeah. yeah. You know, because at the minute in the South Bank, there's room to hang, like, two flags or two banners. Now, what I want to see is fucking banners everywhere. I want people to come down to that ground and look at that stand and just think, oh, for fuck's sake. It's them again. Yeah, yeah I don't, oh, man. Yeah, oh, I'm sure that's something Dalrymple's well in tune with. Something he, he, he's wanted to <clears throat> encourage 
more flags, hasn't he, from like since he's been in charge? So I, I can see that definitely coming. Well, well the zeitgeist from the stewards when we're hanging our flag is that it's a good thing, and yeah, you can hang it there. But there's a, there's a, there's another banner who've been there ages WV1 division that they normally put their banner up which and, and so that we're a bit like fucking confined you know there's not a lot of space there yeah. and there should be more space don't fill it with advertising let us fucking put flags in there yeah yeah definitely let's make it yeah. as colourful as fuck let's make the concourse a bit colourful as well let us have a good fucking redecorating that occasion we don't want a selfie station do we for fuck's sake don't we I'd love a selfie station one of them frames <laughs> yeah, I'll browse some beer while you take a picture. Have you got any more questions? Because we've done like uh, an hour and a half now, like we normally oh, do. I think, uh, but I had to get Sir Jack's statue in there. No, fair point. I mean, it was. Um, it just looked like Nilsa Dark a little bit. I thought it looked like yeah. Colin Warner. And maybe that Eric Morecambe, I just. I don't know, I just. He's a statue. So he's got. Um, <laughs> I know arts. It's, it's subjective. Again, it's subjective it? again. And I the thing is, it's there for generations to come, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and like Your mates just tweeted as Andy Pell, um, regular listener to the show. Hello, Andy. Would you say Loftus Cheek is worthy of a cheeky bid or get him on loan? Well, we've we covered that, that earlier. We so. talked about that. I'd have him up here. I think he'd be good. I like to be convinced about it. I do. There's one from Charlie, our mate Charlie from Rings. On a scale of 1 to 10, how Boston does the new turf look? Because Crispy Duck's tweeting every time he cuts yeah. you, doesn't he? He looks beautiful. He it's does. Like, he looks Premier League. Being a grass expert. He looks uh, massive. Did you see Danks put that picture up of Villas? <laughs> just so he can have another laugh at Villa. Just, yeah. There's no grass there. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> he can't afford it. Just a load of fucking sand. And there's our beautiful grass growing. I'll be sure he'll be up there with his fucking turf. <laughs> fucking laying some turf. Yeah, I can do this for you. Fucking 300 quid. I'll be sure laying some fucking turf at the villa. It's on sun like King Canute. They can fuck build, off. Building his foundations, old town is yard. They fuck can yeah. fucking sink. Right then, we've done an hour and a half. Do you reckon we've... I think we covered everything, haven't we? I think we have. We said, what? Your agenda's... Ticked off eight yeah, I forgot to put the statue thing down, but yeah, uh, all right, we've done well. We'll do, we'll do it in another another two weeks' time. We'll have we'll have a chat. We'll talk about how England have done. Uh, I haven't talked about my book, which I said I wouldn't. Cause I, Is I'm, it? I'm not pimping it, so I've, I've done well there. I've won me fucking bet. <laughs> yeah, I bought you some food as well. Yeah, fuck it. I've got some food so I can eat later. That'd <laughs> be good. Fucking samosas. Right then, see you all later. Yeah. And we'll go and say to everybody. Cheers, folks. Bye. 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 Bye.